get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Taylor Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by our friend and the Cardinals insider for MLB.com. He's John Denton joining us here on the show. John was one of just two individuals that was in the room yesterday as John Mozalock made his first real public comments since the end of the Cardinals season. John, we appreciate you joining us live while you're down out in Arizona for the general managers meetings. Let's start with the obvious. The John Mozalock comments that really started to catch a wild fire yesterday about the payroll you were in the room you know the context of the statement that was made there john can you bring us in with you as you heard what john mosaloc was saying about the cardinals payroll and what they're expecting to add this offseason yeah you know bk i don't think cardinal fans want to hear the word same in any sentence you know they don't want anything to be the same as it was this past season uh you know so when mo said that the the uh the payroll will be you know pretty much the same as it was this past season that sounds alarming, but when you put it in context, you know they were on pace to spend close to 200 million, which would have been the the highest payroll in team history. I think that settled in at like 176 or something like that because they traded five pitchers at the deadline. Uh, they didn't add anybody the way they normally do. You know, they're, they're for for 20 years they've always been uh, buyers and not sellers at the deadline. Uh, so you know, when fans hear, oh, the payroll is going to be the same, there's there's concern. There's there's uh, anger of the streets. Uh, but, you know, I think they're committed to like $143 million now with the arbitration raises that are going to kick in. I mean, that still gives them $57 million to spend this offseason. Uh, you know, like I said, fans don't want to hear the same, 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 anything same as, as this disastrous 2023. But when you think about it, I mean, they have $57 million to spend. And, you know, John Mozellick says they have to be prudent. They can't go out and just, you know, buy these, buy pitchers, any pitchers that they want. Because they need two arms. They need three arms. They need two bullpen guys and two starters. So, you know, they can't go out and spend all their money on one pitcher. They've got to be prudent in how they spend it and, you know, spread it around because they need a lot of volume this this offseason. Well, I'm glad you said that word, John, because I know sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But when I heard John Mosaic say prudent yesterday, that basically, yeah. and maybe this is me being too exaggerated, uh, but it meant to me that Nola, Snell, Yamamoto, those guys are probably out of the conversation for the Cardinals. Yeah, you know, that, that very well could be the case. I mean, let's face it, guys. I mean, the Cardinals are not a, a free agency team. They're not a team that goes out and, and buys their talent through the years. You know, they're they're not the team that's going to win the bidding war. They're not the team that's going to outbid the, the Dodgers and the Yankees. And I know fans want them to, but, you know, wanting to and, and actually happening are two totally different things. It's just not who the Cardinals have ever been, and it's probably not who they're going to be going forward. Um, but, you know, they're in a spot now. You know, when you're in this spot when – 
you know, Aaron Nola's on a good team. Why would he come to a team that's not in the playoff race? Like, you're going to have to overpay for these guys, and that's just never been the Cardinals' way. Uh, you know, one thing Mo did say that excites him are there are different levels here. You know, maybe you can't afford a Yamamoto. Maybe you can't afford Aaron Nola, but you can afford uh, Jordan Montgomery. Maybe you can afford Sonny Gray. Maybe you can dip down in the Michael Walker range. There are levels. John. And, you know, yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel it as you're saying. You know what the reaction is about to be from our text line as you're saying these yeah. names. I'm not even saying it's the wrong way to go about it. Like, we just watched the Texas Rangers, right? They won the yeah. World Series, and their best pitcher was Jordan Montgomery. Their second best yeah. pitcher was Nathan Avalti. Those are nobody's definition of an ace. Those guys aren't going to go yeah. out there and get – $300 million on the open market, nor should they, frankly. But, John, when this team has put themselves in the position that they did and they say after the season we're going to be aggressive and all of the right things are said publicly, and then if they end up signing, you know, Sonny Gray and Eduardo Rodriguez and Seth Lugo, that may end up actually being the right way to go about it. But do exactly. the Cardinals understand that they're going to be probably criticized mostly this offseason if that's the route they go? Oh, you know, they, they know. They know they're not going okay. to win. The, you know, you can't win the press conference now. And, you know, we all know that. And, and like you said, like, you know, are they going to spend $200 million for Yamamoto? Probably not. But will they spend $115, $120 for Jordan Montgomery? I think that's more realistic. You know, I think, you know, everybody wants to go get Yamamoto and Nola and Snell. You know, that, that's probably not realistic for who the Cardinals are. Also, fans need to understand, look at who didn't make the playoffs this year. The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cardinals, the Cubs. All those teams are desperate to flip the narrative. Like, those are teams that are used to being on top. They're not used to losing. Do you think the Yankees are going to just sit around and twiddle their thumbs this offseason? They're going to spend gobs and gobs of money. So maybe they don't get the top guys, but you can still have a good offseason by adding volume and adding, you know, middle-of-the-road middle of guys – uh, if you could add two of those guys and two bullpen guys, then they're going to be a lot better this season. Does this force them into making a significant trade then, John? Because if they're not going to be willing to go to that top level, and if it is Sonny Gray or Jordan Montgomery, it seems the Cardinals are still going to be in need of a game-breaker. Does that come via trade? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's what's going to have to happen. I mean, I think they know they're going to have to make a trade. And, you know, I... I in my opinion, I think this franchise has always kind of overvalued their prospects. But they want to be a, a team that, you know, that the draft and the prospect chain and development is their lifeblood because that's how you control payroll. But they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to unload somebody. And, you know, when they call the Seattle Mariners and try to get pitching from them, you know, the Mariners are going to say, you know, don't call us back unless you're willing to trade Nolan Gorman. Don't call us back unless you're willing to trade Nolan Arenado. Like, they don't want your garbage. They want your good stuff. So fans need to get ready. It's going to be painful if you go get a good pitcher, if you go get Tyler Glass now or Shane Bieber. It's going to be costly. We're talking to John Denton for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. You can read his work over at Cardinals.com. Follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555. He's covering the general manager meetings down in Scottsdale, Arizona this week. He had all of the comments from John Moselock yesterday. John, as you think about what that's going to look like for the Cardinals with a potential trade this offseason, how much risk is there in potentially dealing from the major league offense, from this this offense that you've constructed that was objectively good last year, that you pull away from that 
to improve your rotation and what you end up with is a lesser version of your offense and a solid but not great rotation, and now you're stuck in the mm-hmm. middle. How much do they fear that yeah. possibility? Yeah, that is a possibility. You know, I asked John Mazzella like Point Blake yesterday, do you need another left-handed bat? And he said, he said the first thing out of his mouth was, well, our offense wasn't very consistent last year. Like, you know, I think a lot of people look, oh, they were top-ten offense. But I don't think Ali Marmol was happy with the offense. I don't think John Mozellick was happy with the offense. I mean, they were, you know, they, they either hit or didn't hit. Uh, there were there were games where they either scored eight runs or they didn't score at all. So there, there's room for improvement in that lineup. I just think, like, you can live with Tommy Edmond going to Seattle and winning a gold glove. You can't live with Nolan Gorman going to Seattle and hitting 50 home runs. You know, you can live with Brendan Donovan uh, being traded away and hitting 300 and, and 17, 18 home runs. You can't live with Jordan Walker or Mason Wynn or Nolan Gorman going off and being a superstar. Like, so that's, you know, you got to put this in degrees there. Uh, you know, they, they have some duplication in the middle infield. They have duplication with, with those versatile guys who can play all over. But, man, you can't find a, a left-handed hitting 50 home run second baseman anywhere else in the league. John, final one for me, and we talked a little bit about this. The the Yadier Molina situation still kind of up in the air what his role is going to be, but with the Cardinals making it very clear that Wilson Contreras is going to be the starting catcher, do you believe Yadi is a part of this organization next year in some in some capacity? I hundred percent think he's a part of this organization. You know, uh, you know, I asked Mo, you know, does he definitely want to be back in? He definitely wants to be back in. Now it's just about determining is he an advisor role? Is he a, is he an assistant coach role? Is he just home games role? Uh, is it just spring training? I think 100%. I think Yadier Molina will be back with the Cardinals in some form next year. Uh, you know, they're just trying to determine, you know, how much does he want to be in St. Louis? How much does he want to stay in Puerto Rico? Uh, you know, I, I think without a doubt, I think Yadier Molina will be in Jupiter for spring training. I think he'll be working with, with Wilson Contreras catching, working on his framing, you know, working on his, uh, is his blocking technique, stuff like that. Yachty wants to be a part of this organization. And, you know, any organization with Yachty or Molina, the winner that he is, is, is better off for it. Or John, we'll get you out of here on this. I called you Mo there for a second. I was going to ask you about <laughs> Unbelievable. Mo. John, when you think about the opening day roster of next year, in your educated opinion, who do you believe will take the field in center field? Um, that's a boy. That's a, that's a good one. I, I don't think they view Lars Newtbar as a as an everyday center fielder. I think they view him as a corner outfielder. I think they're willing to to go there with Tommy Edmond if Tommy Edmond's still there. I know that's not really answering your question. If Tommy Edmond's still there, I think he's their starting center fielder. If he's not, maybe it's still in cross. I think they would like to play Lars Newtbar at a corner corner outfield spot. You know, ideally, that's where they want to put him. So I will go with either Tommy Edmond or Dylan Carlson. John Denton. Always appreciate the time, my friend. We'll be reading your work over at Cardinals.com and following along on Twitter at John Denton 555. Enjoy yourself out there in Arizona, and hopefully we don't get any more tire fires while you're out there. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.